Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 274. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and listen to our sports podcast right after this. All right, Andy, we got some good stuff to get to. Uh, first things first, this is a big time of year for you, uh, particularly because you're such a big Apple fan. Uh, we had uh, the Worldwide Developer Conference uh, kick off just on Monday of this week, and uh, so we got to watch, as I'm sure you know, all the, the fun software with a little bit of hardware uh, that's uh, forthcoming for the whole wide world. You're ready for to go over some of the uh, more impressive features and functions and such? Uh, they got to use a USB-C cable. I saw that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, unrelated, but yeah. Um, which I don't really think is a surprise because I think it's been rumored for years that you know the 2024-2025 area would be away from the lightning port. So, so I mean, they probably helped them come to that conclusion. Honestly, I don't, yeah. it's that surprising. I mean, the iPad is already running the USB-C. Uh, so yeah, I mean, the lightning port is going to be something that was short lived. Um, so I don't know. Charge your shit wirelessly, you know? Uh, but a couple other things, they made some improvements to the lock screen. Finally, uh, utilizing the big remarkable screens these phones have so that'll be neat uh updates to the exercise app as well as the uh, sleep tracking for the watch um i don't know not a lot of crazy uh improvements some stuff for like parental controls for like kids devices and uh like if you have like crazy people like uh girlfriends or boyfriends in your life you can change your passwords and stuff like safely i guess um nothing too extravagant they did release new uh macbook airs now andy are you ready for this instead of just putting a good camera in the uh computer they're making it so you can connect your phone so that that's the webcam sure i guess (laughs) save on pricing that they won't pass on to you. Yeah. I <laughs> thought that was kind of stupid. Uh, but yeah, the main things I like are the, the watch uh, update. I do intend to get a new one uh, in October time. And uh, I like the lock screen thing. Uh, also, they're uh, making copy and paste a lot easier. So if you take a, a photo of like in portrait mode, you can copy the image. So they showed an example of taking a photo of a dog copy the dog and paste it into a text which is pretty cool it's like photoshop uh i mean taking out just the dog just the dog oh pretty impressive all right yeah so there you go yeah a couple other obviously other things but not huge you can now retract text messages like you can resend an email recall an email Mm-hmm. So there you go. And yeah, USB-C coming by 2024 per the European Union. They're putting their, what are they, clogs? What do they wear up there in the uh, Norway area? Wooden shoes? Uh, yeah, what are those called? Maybe that's shoes. Germany. Yeah. Putting their wooden shoes down. Like, later what's a clog? Uh, some sort of shoe, right? I think it's a clog a th- then. A thick shoe? Yeah. It sounds thick. The word just sounds thick. So. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Well, um, I have some other weird news. You ever heard of a show called Chrisley Knows Best? Uh, yeah, the guy like sounds gay, right? But he's yeah, not gay. and he he looks like Nick Swartzen meets Will Ferrell. I'm sure that sounds hilarious. Yeah, uh, I don't know what like A and E or something. I don't know what channel. I've seen a few of oh, them. I think it's, I think it's just a straight up E network, right? E network. Okay, well, uh, it seems like an E network type thing. It's not going to be anywhere anymore. At least any new episodes. Uh, they're both facing up to 30 years in jail for a long list of charges, including tax fraud. And uh, basically just yeah. not paying the government their fair share, as uh, politicians love to say. Uh, so <laughs> they're screwed. Um, I guess it all came out because he had a a, a, a gay lover <laughs> who was like a producer or something. So he and, was gay the whole time. Well, I don't think. I don't know. It's the South. It's like yeah, Walton Goggins. Those, yeah, I thought that was the whole thing. I was like, okay, so this guy's not gay. He's very much like, look, I'm not gay. I just sound like it. <laughs> shame on you for noticing. It's like, yeah, maybe. Shame on me. I don't know. I don't know. I just saw that. Come, uh, It's been in the news a, a while lately, but I think that the whole trial just ended, and so they're waiting on sentencing. But it, it could be up to 30 years for the both of them. Yeah. Crazy. So that's some, that's worse than than uh, Wesley Snipes. Yeah, yeah. He was back in movies, but these people, yeah. So, ouch. We do have good news, and uh, I feel like we just talked about this, but you know, good news comes around uh, and stays around sometimes. So our our good uh, friends, uh, Tim Allen and Richard Carn, Andy, they're back now. You may recall they did uh, Assembly Required, a show on the History Channel about. You know, challenging experts of uh, the the craft to uh, assemble things in a allotted amount of time. Well, this time they're doing a show about tools. Hmm. Okay. So just straight up tools. Yeah. Maybe large tools. Who makes tools? Everyday tools. Uh, maybe Binford will be involved. I think, yeah, I think Binford I went know. out of business. You know, I think the recession got Binford. Uh. But I believe that'll be out actually at the end of this month. So I don't know what network, probably History Channel again. But, a YouTube uh, channel? <laughs> no, no, they're big time, Andy. Come on. Hey, YouTube's a big deal now, you know? I don't like YouTube. Uh, so pretty, pretty good. They're, um, you know, power couple right there, power duo. The Benford 6100. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So I know you're excited about that. It's a big pod for you today. All the Apple news. <laughs> Tim <laughs> Allen's back. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, more stuff. You got a Hunger Games prequel. Yeah. So they uh, announced this uh, officially a prequel for the Hunger Games series. The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, because they have to have nonsense titles and all their stuff. Uh, so this is going to be starring Rachel Zegler of uh, West Side Story. So. Big performance from her last year. Just uh, she's was actually a real teenager playing a teenager. Usually you hire a 32 year old, but I think she was actually just 18 when she filmed that originally. So she's still quite young. Um, So this is going to be like the first purge. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be like 80 years before the first movie or something. Um, Where do you have any interest in this franchise at all? Do I? Yeah. Did you or in any way? I've seen them. Did you watch them? Yeah. Yeah, I've never read the books. Did you watch all of them? I don't know. How? There's two. There's four. So no, I realized, like, not. 
I never finished. I for watched the first two. How are there four? The because it was a trilogy oh, of books. Part one, part two. That was the all the rage back then. They're like, look, it's the last one. We're gonna make it two. Like uh, Harry Potter did that. Twilight How many movies have that. ever done a part three? Uh, the Godfather part three. <laughs> yeah, because usually if you're doing part, you're implying that it's gonna be just you're not gonna keep going. You know. I don't know why not. Sure, some dumbass producer and you know high ups. Come on, this is a money. Yeah. This is a cash cow, ladies and gentlemen. Where's Hot Shots Part Three? You know, yeah. Where is it? Why it's don't coming. I have it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's coming. I don't think Charlie Sheen's up for it. But I mean, look, Top Gun's back, so bring Hot Shots back. Why not? They have to. Um, but yeah, I don't think there's a lot of Part Threes. You just you just drop the part if you're ever gonna get that far. And then what is there? Uh, is it? Loaded gun part two and a half or something. Oh, you're com- yeah, I think you're conven- combining things. Well, like there's na- naked, lethal weapon, naked gun. Oh, is it naked gun? Naked gun was like two and a half or whatever. Aha, I knew it was one of those. And then loaded weapon was the lethal weapon fake one. Yeah, so naked gun what two and a half followed was, was loaded weapon, I think was the was the fake lethal nope. weapon. Oh, I thought you ca- said a fake one instead of a sequel. So, uh, yeah, Naked Gun two and a half and Naked Gun 33 and a third. Uh, so even go. like making a joke about their joke. Pretty good. Yeah, that's good stuff. Um, those are fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Hunger, Hunger Games. Hunger so. Games. Uh, so, yeah, if you're uh, really interested in seeing what, how this all happened, how they decided to make teenagers kill each other in jungles or whatever, because everyone was poor but they could build a big arena that changed. Um, I don't know. Um, I know. So I never saw like the last one there. I think that was Philip Seymour Hoffman's final performance. So it's kind of sad. Now, is this going to be a theatrical release or is this like straight to uh, like HBO max? Oh, it's supposed to be a a big movie. Um, But I think it's like the hunger games moment was uh, pretty big, but pretty fast, you know? It wasn't, it wasn't yeah, really I mean, in the, the culture that long. And yes, uh, that was Philip Seymour Hoffman's last part mm-hmm. one and part two movies. Yeah, because it was like, well, whenever they did those part one and part two, they're like, we're going to just film for like four years straight. Yeah, and like, then we're we'll just going to buy you yeah. a condo in Chile. Yeah. And so it was like he was dead for like three years by the time that movie came out. Like, oh, this sucks. It's sad. Um, That's going to be like Ray Liotta by the time all of his movies come out. Yeah. yeah. Well, they probably made um, sequels to his stuff, part two and three of every movie. Probably as a voice in like a Garfield movie or something. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just another wild title, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I don't know if that means anything to anyone. Not yet. Um, do snakes have ballads? I have to ask Bob Dylan. Yeah, I don't, don't think so. Um, I don't know what any of this means. But, but that's the point, Andy. You will. Yeah. Yeah, you're intrigued. That's why you're already gonna buy a ticket to see it. Oh, I don't have to buy a ticket. That's true. Yeah, big shot over here. They send them screeners, folks. <laughs> All right, well, very fun. Um, we do have Scream Six news, and uh, maybe people won't like it. Uh yeah, because uh, Nev Campbell is not coming back. So uh, they announced Scream Six was was happening. No one really knew what the plan for that was other than, well, we got this new young cast 
from Scream 5. So what are, we're just going to go forward with them. Um, but I'm sure they would have loved to have Nev Campbell back. But they, they said they weren't going to pay her enough money. So she's like, I don't want to do it. Um, I'll do it if you pay me. But I don't really care otherwise to do it. So um, I think these movies only exist because they can make them pretty low budget. So they're like, we're not going to pay you like, what do you want? $10 million? We're not going to do that. We could pay this random person $200,000. So uh, they said no, and she said no. And so now she's not going to be in it. So um, it's like, uh, I guess obviously she's, she's done f- just fine. Doesn't need the money, but it's like Courtney Cox is probably worth like quadruple her. And you don't see her complaining. Well, I don't think she's in it either. I don't, I think that's the final nail is none of There's no original people in it. She's anymore, still so listed in here, Andy. Uh, is, I don't know. Was that confirmed She's or not? Second person oh, okay. on here. Okay. Well, I don't know. Neff Campbell's we'll, not we'll on here. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, because they take her off the list because she definitely confirmed she's not going to be in it. But um, I mean, her their roles in the the last one were smaller. Uh, it definitely was not about them, but they were there. Um, so I don't, I don't well, think were the easy I mean, to take out you, of the script in this one. If you just go living around the country, and I assume they moved, you know pretty far away from the original movies in, in this world and you just constantly have people in scream masks trying to kill you i think that might just be a sign like final destination so i get they can't just keep following around nev trying to kill her mm-hmm. yeah you know, six movies in yeah you usually move off someone and so it makes sense also um, that's just a pathetic serial killer if you ask me take six movies and you don't even get this person wow. once it's a different person every time Mm-hmm. that's the premise Andy you're ruining it for me <laughs> yeah. I don't know the last one of these I even watched I know probably uh, Jamie Kennedy was in it yeah well he he dies in the second one so um, yeah but he was oh. in the third because he recorded a video message um, but his niece and nephew are in the new one so not him but his family pretty so. neat yeah, that's nice. They, they tribute to him. Um, yeah, I don't think I've I've may have seen the third one, but I don't recall. The third one is re- really bad to me. Like some people like it. I think it's just really just straight up bad. Uh, but I think four and five are good. Okay. Um, yeah, I wonder if you, if you watched. Yeah, I think if you watched Scream Five, the one that just came out this year, without seeing any of those, there'd be like no problem because it's just like, yeah, okay, there's a guy killing people again. You know, that's it. Don't have to worry That's about it too Paramount. Much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've committed to if, putting everything out. That they if I really still saw. have Paramount for free, come October, maybe I'll watch mm-hmm. it. What about September twelfth? Yeah, put it on? yeah, I would do it. Yeah, it's the season. All right. Well, uh, very exciting, I suppose. Uh, we have the cast of Fargo season five. Yeah, looking forward to this. This is going to be the final season of Fargo, so. Hopefully it's uh, everything that they've ever wanted to put it out there. So should be great. Uh, John Hamm is going to be the main character here. Whoa! So, uh, big return back to TV. One of the one of the all time greats. Uh, but his movie career has uh, been very flat. He's in things and he's good in them, but he is not uh, a star. He's not been James Bond or anything like that yet. So well, he's not British, oddly enough. Yeah, he's, I think he's just, actually from America. He's just a regular guy. Yeah, he's from the middle of America, Missouri, I believe. He's a big like Where's Kansas City guy Pitt? or something. Yeah, they're both from they're both from Missouri. So 
Uh, big, big town. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but in addition to John Hamm, uh, Juno Temple and Jennifer Jason Lee also announced. So uh, love Jennifer Jason Lee. She's been around for forever. Of course, yeah. going back to uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. But uh, she was great in uh, Tarantino, Hateful Eight. Uh, it was kind of like, oh, this is a big comeback role for her, but nothing, I don't think, too big since then. But uh, she should be pretty good in this because these shows find weird characters and let actors uh, do interesting things with it. So uh, Ham is probably going to play. I'm going to assume he's going to play a cop because he only plays <laughs> cops or military guys or FBI agents. He could like. be a marketing guy. Sure, sure. Typecast for that. But um, the other the other thing they did say is that this will be present day again. So uh, they've been flipping back and forth between different time periods. The first one was a present day. The second one was the 70s. And then fourth season was like in the 50s. So uh, back to modern times. I think it's a good idea. So um, and this is just the first taste of it because these casts usually are pretty wild, filled with random people. There's like the a first lot season. of people. First season had Key and Peel and and Dennis Reynolds from Always Sunny. It's like, all right, well, that's wild. Um, so they just they do stuff like that. So um, I'll have to see who else is going to be in this cast. Yeah, pretty neat. All right, uh, you want to talk about the box office? Yeah, interesting box office this week. I don't know if you saw. Uh, Looking at it now. Top Gun Maverick still made $90 million, only a 29% drop from the previous weekend, which is like not bad. The best of all time. Usually you expect 60% in your second second weekend. Um, that's that's like average uh, stuff like Morbius, which got like really bad reviews, bad word of mouth would drop by like 80%. Uh, so it means a lot of people still wanted to, to come out and see it in the second weekend. Probably a lot of repeat viewers, but uh it's it's a nice sign. It's a yes, this is a franchise film, and that it's a second one, but it is not like part of a big multi movie franchise. It's just it's a sequel to one other movie. Um, so and and that's forty years old. So it's kind of an original property here. Uh, that the way it's going, if it has another similar smaller drop next weekend, this could be the highest grossing movie of the year um, to date. Which I, I hope to God it is because I hate everyone's like, oh, it has to be a superhero movie or no one's going to see it. Uh. Superheroes are great, but we're just overdoing the shit out of them. Yeah, no, it, it's it. That's what I say. It's a nice sign if if this does actually overtake it. It's already a great sign how much it's made, but like if this ends up passing everything, although I expect, uh, I think Jurassic Park will end up being the highest grossing movie of the year. I think there's Whoa. a lot of. Uh, people are just ready for it, you know? It There's a chance looks, I see both of those this weekend. My wife looks, still hasn't seen Top Gun. Yeah, it looks really um, stupid, of course, but it's oh, bringing back characters you love. And um, I think intentionally stupid. I think it's like, we can't take this too seriously. So I think people are excited about it. It's it's similar to Top Gun, a, a sequel to a fan favorite movie, but like people care about Jurassic Park more than they cared about the 1980s Top Gun movie. So... Well, for a couple of reasons, and I hate the reason, actually. I really like that I think Tom Cruise will do his best to keep that property from becoming like, here's a guy you've never heard of, and this guy you've seen in something, but you don't know his name. Together, 
they're at flight school and it just becomes like a national lampoon piece of shit. Like the American pie. Band yeah, camp exactly. Um, I don't <laughs> think that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but at the same time, not that these movies have sucked, but the Jurassic parks have just been, well, here's three sequels. Uh, and then we're going to wait five more years and here's another three. And then we'll wait seven years and here's another four. Yeah, like I don't know if they could stay away. Like I, I feel like this this Top Gun movie was well. That's that's it. That's the end of the story. It's uh, a smaller story. Whereas yeah, you have an get entire something, animal kingdom. Hopefully, we get something involving the technology they've used to do other cool flight stuff. But I don't need it to, to be Top Gun three. So I like I listened to a podcast with the guy that helped do a lot of flying and coordinating and all that kind of crap. One, he also said that uh, Tom Cruise would most of the times fly that uh, old vintage plane from, mm-hmm. you know, Burbank or wherever to where they were filming that day. And that was yeah. his transportation. Well, Incredibly saw, yeah, cool. That's his plane. Yeah. Yeah. But also uh, he's now currently working on uh, a movie for uh, the Korean war. And I guess it's, uh, they were more modernized than us uh, in terms of they had, you know, like modern day kind of, if you will, jets where we're still using propeller stuff. Mm-hmm. so that sounds like it could be pretty cool um i don't know you have things like midway that are just kind of here's some action CGI, but yeah. it's pretty dumb um so i don't know i, I think it's a, a chance to you know revamp that category because when done well what i mean anything is great done well but this could be exceptional stuff you don't get a lot of it yeah, when things are successful, it's more likely people will try to copy it. So, I mean, stealth. Uh, what a heaping pile of crap. <laughs> never never wanted to see it. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, yeah, wonderful. We'll see. Uh, what do you think it's going to... What do you think Jurassic Park is going to do? Uh, I don't know. I'm probably close to 200 in the first weekend. Uh yeah, I, I don't know if they have those numbers like, hey, this sold out in this many days or any of that kind of stuff. Uh, I think I was, I, we got tickets to it this weekend. Um, we didn't have to like get it the first day it was available, but I think they have like a million showings. You know, they're just like yeah. put everything on Jurassic Park, make it available uh, as many people can see it as possible. So, yeah, yeah, I think that'll be the kind of movie also that'll like last. Like July 13th, people will still be watching it, you know? Yeah, probably. All right. Well, we'll see. And yeah, Top Gun, keep plugging along. Uh, We're going to get into what we've been watching. But before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This thing works with your dog's current collar or harness. And when you plug in promo code, Tony. That is T-O-N-Y at checkout. They're going to give you 65% off just because they're friends of the pod. So head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code Tony for 65% off. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right, Andy. How many things do you have? I've got four. i got three. Okay. I'll just uh, start right here. with off. Under the Banner of Heaven uh, series on Hulu. Wrapped up this last week. Uh, I was able to finish out the series, so seven episodes. Uh, limited series, it's over. Just one story based on a book. I, I did talk about it a little bit, I think, in a previous episode. It's a 
murder mystery in Utah in the 1980s involving people that are maybe part of the LDS Mormon church and uh, deals with kind of what how they run uh, that area. And they have their ties or their fingers and everything, including the police departments, because like basically at that point, 90 percent of the people that live there were Mormons themselves. So um, there is there is a key character who is not who is on the outside there trying to um, deal with everything. Uh, I think it's just really interesting. It's they got uh, Andrew Garfield, main character, you know, real movie star, I would say. So Eduardo Saffron. Um, yeah, pretty big uh, get there for a TV series. Uh, Wyatt Russell, who is, is, is great, the son of uh, Kurt. Uh, he plays one of the the brothers that um, are part of the family where uh, the person gets killed. Um, and he's just he's really great at being crazy. And it just like he starts off with no beard and then the beard gets longer. The hair goes longer. It gets a little crazier. Um, but yeah, it's, it's Gil Birmingham. The, he plays like the mayor of the Indian tribes of yes. Yellowstone. So he is the character who is not Mormon. He's the other detective in this case who's like, yeah, I don't believe in any of this shit. And you guys are all crazy. So I just need to follow the evidence and find the murderer. You know, well, Garfield is is a Mormon and has to try to wrap up and find out who did it without upsetting the church, you know? So it's like this tension. Um, but yeah, really good. Uh, if you like the mystery part of it, I suggest don't looking into this. Cause this is a, this is a true story. Um, it's based on a nonfiction book. You know, a fiction book just tells you right away. Yeah. Oh, this is, this is who murdered the person. Um, and it's not supposed to be a mystery. Well, as the show is set up to be who did it, who did it. Um, so I made the mistake of like after two episodes looking up, oh, so what Come was, on, what was the story? And then seeing like just in the in the Google search of the Wikipedia description of the book, it tells you who the killers were. I'm like, oh, okay, you can't okay, Google okay, it. That's okay. why when I was watching Candy, I didn't look up anything. Yeah, you got to really stay out of it. Um, but yeah, I think it's I think it's really good. I think it's the best successor to uh, True Detective we've we've had so far. There's been a lot of these types of shows wanting to, to do that. But I think this is probably the, well, it's uh, the an closest FX thing. show too. Yeah. So it's a uh, FX, but it is exclusively on Hulu. So it's produced by FX, but it's on Hulu. You can't watch it on TV. Um, Dig. I have Hulu. Yeah. All right. You ready for mine? Yeah. I started Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. And uh, like you said, it, it, you know, it's a movie cut into, six episodes i'm only barely starting episode two but uh i'm very much enjoying it um uh, i like the you know the the year i can wrap my head around what's going on and who's who a lot easier when it's in between movies i've already seen versus oh 500 years earlier or whatever it is like uh at that point it's just like is it star wars or is it star wars you know so yeah i'm i'm intrigued i'm i'm ready to keep watching uh, it is hard cuz it's an hour long episode so it's going to take me a year but i'll i'll get through it i think it's inconsistent i think the one this week wasn't that long so oh I think it's one of those deals where we're like, well, we'll do like an hour on this one and then the rest are 42 minutes or something. So I started the second episode and it's now summer here in California and sure, somehow yeah. the sun relocates and uh, in the wintertime, sun doesn't even come near in, inside of our, our home. We have a lot of windows. The house is all windows. Just think of it that way. 
Now the sun just comes in from like five to eight thirty into the bedroom, which means it's like our our place is facing the sun now, and we don't have shades that are very good. So that episode was very dark for some reason when they're in Tokyo, and uh, yeah, I just couldn't watch it. Yeah, Tokyo. Hmm. <laughs> what? Yeah, of course it's not really Tokyo, but yeah, you you know what they're doing. Or yeah, it's it, Tokyo slash somewhere. Hong Kong. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably Hong Kong. It's probably more gross. <laughs> Tokyo. Yeah. I guess it could be either one. But yeah, enjoying it so far. I just met Kumal Nanjani. Mm-hmm. And um I couldn't see him, so I had to turn it off. Yeah, I know how that is. My my parents have that issue with the the sun. I'm like, how do you guys watch anything at four o'clock? You have to you don't. You have to start reading. Go into a room and read. And yeah, watch it's TV a good, at seven o'clock. It's a good thing though. It's, it allows you to not be so just stuck on your TV all day. Yeah, go play the piano. Go learn French. Yeah, those are things I'm doing. All right, Andy. What what is your second one? Uh, I'm going to do two because they're kind of related here. Um, first one is a movie. I went to the theater to watch one of the releases from last week, a small thing. Um, David Cronenberg's crimes of the future. So this is a smaller indie movie. Minority report. Uh, Vigo Mortensen, uh, and Leia Seydoux from the recent bond movie, uh, with also Kristen Stewart as a small role in it. Uh, so Cronenberg has been doing this for forever, for 50 years. He's he's 80 now. Uh, he hasn't made a movie in almost 10 years, but he's kind of the master of body horror. That's what he's, he's known for. So uh, movies where weird things happen to people's bodies. Uh, the Fly is probably the most famous example uh, of his uh, with Jeff Goldblum there. Um, but he hasn't made one of those movies in like 20 years. One of those weird he's he's done more normal stuff uh we're working a lot with uh vigo mortensen did a uh, eastern promises and a history of violence but so this one was a return to weird stuff so it just takes place in the future but everything's gross i guess and people are not feeling pain anymore they're adapt they're evolving to not feel pain which then has weird implications because uh, people just get weird and then vigo mortensen plays a guy who his body keeps making new organs um, that do different things. So he is actually an artist who um, has his partner remove his organs live. And that is the art they make. Again, they've evolved to not feel pain. So the organs can be removed and to just slice them open and take them out. So, um, and because of this, a new like government agency is set up to look into these new organs and why people are <laughs> developing them. Uh, yeah, it's an insane movie. Uh, some really weird stuff happening. Uh, very, let's say, heavy on some some metaphors about what really is art and uh, art that shocks just the shock versus actually trying to say something interesting. So it's kind of a reflection on Cronenberg's career of like, yeah, I made some really gross stuff, but it, it, it did mean something. Like it wasn't just to be gross. So um Viggo Mortensen is interesting. He's like almost like a vampire ninja in this movie for some reason that's not explained. Uh, <laughs> he's always wearing like a, a hood Whoa. and like crouching. And like what what's going on? Why? Like what's going on? There's there's like a weird like chair that looks like a human skeleton that has to help him eat. <laughs> 
just like it's it is uh it was weird but um there were supposed to be a lot of people like he said like oh people are gonna walk out five minutes into this movie and uh, that didn't happen at my showing i think people were on board they knew what they're getting into but uh, definitely one of the one of the weirder movies out there so uh, it was not a big release but they did they did have it at my local theater here so um, glad i checked it out it's interesting but yeah, if you were like, "Oh, is this, this is a nice little thriller movie with Viggo Mortensen?" Like, you would we would be creeped out. Whoa. Yeah, no, before you go, kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, the second thing here I watched was also um, another Cronenberg movie that I hadn't never watched before, and this is a a much more normal movie. It's uh, the Dead Zone uh, adaptation of a Stephen King book uh, from 1983, starring Christopher Walken. So this is on. Uh, this is on HBO Max. I've never seen this. I love a lot of these King adaptations and love Christopher Walken. And yeah, this is just a really solid movie. Um, Walken gets into a, an accident. He's in a coma. When he comes out, he can uh, see people's future and if they're going to die just by touching them. And, um, yeah, just a nice little thriller. Nice 80s movie. It's like and, a scary movie three. Does that happen in there? That little kid is yeah. supposed to be like the sixth sense, but he's like, "All oh, right, yeah. your baby's gonna be an asshole." <laughs> no, I think I think that's a common thing of of like being able to tell when people are dying. There's other movies that have that thing, but that's. Oh. Um, but what it's great is is Walken is very rarely ever a main character, you know, or a a lead. Um, he might be a main, usually as like a villain or something, but just straight up being the protagonist, you don't see, and it's like, oh, this is great. This was probably a. a the only era where that was possible. Now he, has he was to a leading man at some point. Yeah. So uh, fun to see. And he's just, he's just so, he's just so weird. Yeah. But it's like, Hey, there are, it's, there are weird people all throughout the world. So this is like normal. Like it's fine that he could be weird. Indeed. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. You ready for my next one? Yep. I watched from 1990 on HBO days of thunder. Okay. Now uh, Tom Cruise. Tony Scott back at it again, a couple years after Top Gun. And uh, this uh, follows Tom as a uh, hot shot stock car driver, NASCAR. And uh, Robert Duvall is his, uh, you know, caddy for whatever they call him in NASCAR. And Randy Quaid. Oh, no. <laughs> Not Cousin Eddie. You know, he's uh, he actually discovers him and uh, is the uh, owner of the car and uh, all that fun stuff. And then Nicole Kidman and uh, it's good. It's got a uh, Michael Rooker, but oh, it also has young. Andy John C. Riley. Well, that doesn't seem real. I didn't it's think he was too around. on the nose, right? I didn't think he was around back then. Oh, he did the river wild Andy. Yeah, but that was like 94 or something. So a couple years before that. Yeah, I guess. Um, uh, but sure. interesting to see him in Talladega Nights all those years yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's good. It's good action. I mean, it's NASCAR, so all that really changes is the technology within the cars. They're still going the same speed, and they're still going in a circle. Um, it's fine. It's a good movie. It's not Top Gun, but uh, it's not you know bad by any means. Yeah, I think that was that was the idea. It was just hey, let's do it again. But you know, you can't completely recreate the magic but you can bring a little bit of it back yeah. so yeah that's never fine seen this one yeah i'd never seen it think i'll make a second one to that no 
Yeah, is, is NASCAR that exciting for another movie? Because I mean, Not Talgan, for a few more years, probably. Yeah, Talladega Nights had to be a comedy for it to be really good. So, Driven, I'd like to see that. Was that stock cars? Was no, that... that was Formula One. Yeah, so that's a little different. That's 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 a big deal right now. So, there was that one with Chris Hemsworth. Never watched that one. Um, Ford versus Ferrari, another racing movie. That was yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, but that was such a build the car movie more so than a racing movie. Yeah. But, yeah. And Lamar is a, a wonderful, mm-hmm. they need to do more about that. I think. Mm-hmm. All right. You had one more. Yeah. So another movie I went to see at the movie theater, another small thing that isn't, uh, out very many theaters. I would imagine. Uh, I didn't even know it existed until I saw a preview for it. When I saw men, uh, a few weeks ago, uh, it's a movie called watcher. Um, it's about a, uh, young woman who, uh, moves to, I think it's Romania. Uh, her husband gets a job there and she's like, yeah, I guess I'll go along. But you know, she doesn't know the language, doesn't know anyone. And, um, she much like your place, uh, just like her, their apartment, is just big windows. Uh, so she notices a guy across the, the way in a different building, uh, always looking across at her and you can't ever like see him. Uh, just behind in the shadows, but he's always looking. Um, and then she feels that he's stalking her out in the re- real world and everything. And um, I'd say very formulaic for this type of movie. Like I give you that description. You kind of know where this is going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, people, you know, oh, is she crazy? Is this real? Um, but it's it's well done. And I think the fact that it's a foreign country um, and it's a language you don't know, they don't give you subtitles for when people are speaking the language. So you're in that same position as her of not knowing what people are talking about. Are they saying things about her? It's, it's, it's pretty good, pretty well done. So, um, I liked it just a short, quick movie. I think it said this was a, a shutter original. So that's that streaming service only for horror movies. So just like, Hey, let's make this thing, uh, put it on theaters in case people want to see it. So, uh, yeah. And again, these are all movies I'm seeing because I have the pass. Uh, I don't think I'd be spending $18 or something to see this movie, but uh, that's why I like this. This pass is just like, oh, yeah, I'll go see this. Yeah. Just works for me. Yeah. Walk on over, catch a flick. Yeah. Have some so. NECA wafers. And the, uh, so the guy who is like the watcher, I guess. Um, He's in Paramount's uh, The Offer. He's great. Tony would be really excited because he's one of his favorite guys. Why is that? He's, he was in uh, the Dark Knight, or the Dark, the Dark Knight Rises. Just because of that, he's one of his favorite guys. Remember the the guys that like work for that work with Bane. Yeah. So he's one. He's that guy. So okay. those are his favorite characters. I didn't know that. I know it's fun to do the voices and all that. Yeah. All right, you ready for uh, my last one? Yeah. You're going to be proud of me, I think. I watched on uh, Peacock from 2019, Dark Waters. Now, this star is an actor I've frequently referred to as a bad actor who only has one move, confused. And uh, I'll say it, this was a perfect opportunity for him to do his acting chops of confused, and it was very rare. He didn't do it a whole lot. Um, this whole movie is he's a, a fancy lawyer uh, and a... Uh, a family friend or acquaintance of his grandmother's comes to him and says there's, there's trouble on his farm. His cows keep dying. He thinks the chemicals at this chemical company uh, up the stream 
are dumping stuff that's uh, not exactly kosher and uh, the reason for it all. So he spends basically his whole life trying to figure it all out. And uh, it's based on a true story that recently kind of concluded, but obviously that's a very big company, so nothing is going to happen ever. Um, DuPont, you know the name, Andy? Of course, DuPont Chemicals. Very, very important. How do you know them? They're one of the biggest companies. They make all the chemicals. Yeah, well, they make Teflon, which I yeah. guess is a very bad thing for people. Is that? It's not in pots and pans anymore, right? I think it still is, but I think it doesn't. It's bad, but it's safe to cook with because it doesn't get hot enough to actually um, leach into your food. I think that's the idea, but it's probably, yeah, if they're putting it into the groundwater or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Not, not a scientist. Interesting. Or a lawyer. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's got a pretty uh, wonderful cast. Bill Pullman in the uh, final hour. Mm. Bill Camp. Oh, I have to uh, mention this about Bill Pullman. Did you know that that guy was Bill Pullman's son in Top Gun Maverick? The guy who played Bob. He just had the call sign Bob. Oh, really? And it's like, that's perfect because his father is already a pilot. Just makes That's true. Sense. Wow. Wonderful. So, yeah. No, I did not know that. I figured it was something because they made such a you know, big deal about it. Hmm. Very yeah. good, Andy. It has Tim Robbins, Anne Hathaway, and uh, some other people. But uh, it's interesting. It makes you upset. Um, Money will just corrupt everyone in every sense of the way. So that's all that matters at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah. I mean, we we would like more of it. So. Yeah. We're uh, (laughs) open for sponsors, by the way. Sure. Yeah. Do do DuPont. DuPont wants to sponsor us. Yeah, come on in. Yeah. We'll uh, cut you a, a discount if you give us some pots and pans. Mm-hmm. But not a big one. But yeah, it's it's a movie. It's two hours. Finished it last night. And uh, I, I wouldn't say this is changing my mind on Mark Ruffalo, but he's watchable now. Okay. Because, I mean, the whole movie, Andy, he's reading, they drop it. It's like the scene in the Santa Claus where he gets the Santa list. He's getting thousands of boxes to go through. And like that's like his prime oh, time. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to do Confused. That that's has to be look. in every lawyer movie. Yeah. When they're like, oh, they're doing the dump. Yep. Like, yeah, they give you oh, a thousand boxes so you can never find the documents. Exactly. Well, he yeah. finds it pretty fast. And yeah. it's also like, don't you have interns for this? Like, you really are going to spend yeah. your fifteen years combing through all this shit? Well, I remember it was a it was a plot point in the um, the drug one um, with the oxycodone show. Yeah, um, where they're like, we finally got computer Oops, systems. It was like two years later. It's like we got computer systems that scanned it in, and now we could search them. It's like, oh, cool, it's great. Before we had to actually just l- look through papers. Yeah. Well, this stuff takes place in 2000 and I think it starts in 2001 for him. So I think they had computers and they're certainly, you know, it goes into 2017. So, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it's it's something you can watch. On Peacock, you said it is on Peacock. You still have Peacock? I get free movie tickets through Peacock, Andy. Right, I, yeah. I got one ticket for free to see Top Gun. I already have another ticket to to spend this month, so totally worth it. I pay five bucks a month for Peacock, and I get up to fifteen dollars and the convenience fee uh, for a ticket, or a rental fee of up to seventy dollars or seven dollars seventy. Come on, through Vudu. 
I think they're pretty committed to putting all their movies out too. So they just put the Northman up. Yeah, I think the Northman when you ambulance is on there. So yeah, watched ambulance last week. Uh, what's what's their big? Okay, their big movies are Marry Me, which is already on there. Saw okay. that. Yeah, I don't know. Universal used to be a big deal. I don't know. They have anything big coming out this week? Maybe I don't know. You know, they need to make it. They need to put out a big hit, or else yeah. is the company going to last? Do you think? They'll go the way of the dinosaur if they don't have oh. a big release this weekend, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Which also means that'll be able to rewatch that in about 45 days, yeah. which is perfect because that'll be ready for me to rewatch it. Yeah. You'll have forgotten the entire thing. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, anything else to add? Uh, no, that's it. All right. Well, you've been listening to episode 274 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean and joined with me, we had Off Road Andy. All right. Thank you. See you later.